Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Thursday, February 1st. And on the first Thursday of the month at this time, let's catch up with some of the things going on in the city of Holland with its chief operating officer. The city manager, Keith Van Beek, joins us via the Zoom connection this morning. He is a busy man, and we always are appreciative of him allowing a little bit of his time to be shared with us to go over things going on in the city and answer your questions. Keith, good morning. Glad you're with us. Hey, it's good to be here, Gary. Um, I always like being there in in studio with you, but I'm in Lansing this morning at a conference, but broke away to share some news about the city of Holland. We'll talk about the city of Holland in a few moments. If you have a question for Keith, you'll be happy to answer it at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Whenever we have one of our local officials be involved in a state organization, uh, we like to ask them about some of the uh, matters that maybe the colleagues are having with state government and dealing with state matters that is in their bailiwick. As a city manager, uh, being in Lansing and maybe meeting with some of your colleagues from other municipalities, what's the sense you get from them as to perhaps the direction the state is going, some of the things that the uh, Whitmer administration and the legislature is doing that's helping or maybe even hindering municipal governments. What's the scuttlebutt you're hearing right now? Yeah, Gary, uh, thanks for that. I actually just left a session towards the end where we had um, the legislative update given by our Michigan Municipal League um, lobbying staff. So just talking about different things that are happening from uh, both the administration perspective and the House and the Senate perspective. Um and right now, it's kind of just, of course, had the state of the state address. Um, the administration budget will come out um, shortly. I think it's right of right beginning of next week. So we're eager to see what's in that. Um, from our perspective as um, City of Holland and Mich- Michigan Municipal League, there's a couple priorities that we continue to have. Um, one is what's called Revenue Sharing Trust Fund. And revenue sharing, that sounds like such a noble concept, doesn't it, Doesn't it, Gary? Like, hey, Gary, you, you share some of your revenue with me. Um, but really, that goes back decades where the state changed some tax laws and really money that used to be able to come directly to the cities um, makes a stop in Lansing before it comes back to our local communities. Um, and what we're looking to do It's a little bureaucratic, but we're looking to make some changes with the legislature um, that ensures that that money does come back to us in more appropriate, historically agreed to shares. Um, So we're eager about that so far. We feel that that has a lot of bipartisan support in Lansing. So that's going to be one of the things that we're talking about, making sure that that's something that's a win for cities across the state. Now, let's talk a little bit about the city of Holland and things going on in the Tulip City. 
Uh, it's budget time. Last month, uh, not only was there coffee with council, but also the um, uh, the departments each produced a video that was shown to the city council members and then the retreat uh, to sort of go over priorities and, dare I say, give you and your staff marching orders about what to do for formulating a spending plan for fiscal 2025. I know that uh, April comes pretty fast. After all, this month of January went by like 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 a zephyr. So uh, pretty soon you're going to have to present a budget for consideration to the city council. This past month certainly helped, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't even have to say dare to say, Gary. It, it is appropriate that we have those uh, conversations um, with our council and have them definitely weigh in and set priorities as we look forward. Um, so that was, that's was that been a great conversation. Um, really what I heard from council is that they were aware of many of the multi-year um, continuing priorities that we've had at the city, um, that we have some larger capital projects that are underway right now that we're investing not only money in, but also staff time to make sure that we're managing those projects and bringing them in. So if anything, there was kind of an agreed upon, I think, dialogue between council and staff at that city council retreat, where the term that I heard was deliver. And what I mean by that, and I think was communicated to staff and me, was that we have some big projects um, in course. And instead of taking our eyes off and thinking about the next big priority or the next big project in the city, it was really just kind of taking a look and making sure that we um, hopefully can consider um, continue with a excellence of taking a look at projects, making sure we take our time, we do them well, and we deliver them well. Um, and just a few of those examples is Holland City Fiber, um, getting the fire station completed on Waverly and then switching over into renovating the one on Collin Park. Um, and then really exciting project that we fully expect to get underway um, when the when uh, spring hits is the ice rink on 6th Street. Yeah, and that will be uh, uh, certainly something that, and I mentioned this when we had uh, uh, um Mayor Box on and also with uh, Scott Corbin. It would be nice, uh, a, a nice goal to say Christmas of 2025 to be skating there. Maybe not yeah, 24, ma but 25. The the mayor always jokes about that. You know, they they like to keep the pressure on me, which is appropriate. And you, you probably you won't hear me uh, set any established dates of when it's going to be open because you never know uh, once you get going on a project. Uh, timelines and weather and all those types of things. But we want to get this done as soon as possible because we think it's going to be a great amenity for the region. And to a certain extent, part of the foundation has been taken care of. Not only handling 6th Street, uh, the renovation is pretty much complete. Uh, uh, the teardown of the little substation with the BPW uh, that uh, was there and uh, pretty much understanding what is in the soil in the area where the skating rink is. So a lot of the foundational work is done. And once the construction starts, it should be moving smoothly uh, again under all controllable situations. 
Yeah, and you described it really well there, Gary. You know, some projects, it's like, okay, here it is. You do it. It's relatively straightforward. And and everything along 6th Street in the ice rink, there were a lot of moving pieces, and you couldn't do it all at one time. So it was really kind of stages and phases. And uh, the plan to date has gone really well. Um, I, I think there's a lot of us at a City Hall will finally take a, a – a, a breath of relief when it's all done. We, we, we celebrate when it's all done. 616-395-1450. If you have a number, uh, if you have a question for Holland city manager, Keith Van Beek, 616-395-1450 need to bring up a three letter word uh, that is of importance because it helps fund the city tax and winter tax time is this month, isn't it? It is. Um, and it's always, you know, it's an interesting time. I think a lot of people, you know, you might have an escrow account. So it kind of, it seems a little bit invisible, um, invisible. We certainly, um, welcome, um, through the mail or other sources, but you know, there's a lot of people that still like to come in and visit city hall and, and pay that tax bill in person and get a receipt back in person. So we certainly, um, welcome that process but you are correct gary it is that time i always like to remind people also though um we get to be the tax collector we don't just that entire check doesn't stay with the city we are the tax collector for all of the different entities so um usually it's it's a little oversimplified but, but about 30 percent of your tax bill would stay with the city of holland and then the other goes to all the other tax entities um, in the area, um, you know, state schools, airport, the library, max transit. So, um, and we're okay with that. We'll be the tax collector, but I like to remind people of that also. Uh, by the way, winter tax bills are due on February 14th without a penalty. And the last day to pay 2023 taxes to the city is Thursday, February 29th. And this is not, we're not talking about income tax. That's a different deadline. This is just property taxes and uh, other type of levies that are uh, do that. If uh, you procrastinate after the 29th, uh, then any outstanding taxes be owed to Ottawa County. Unless you're south of 32nd Street, then they're owed to Allegan County. So <laughs> that's just a... You know, Valentine's Day. How did that end up being on Valentine's Day? It's a no, no, no. It's the fifteenth. It's not the fourteenth. Oh yeah. Oh no. Okay. Anyway, no, it is the fourteenth. So yeah. Well, <sighs> plan accordingly, folks. Six one six three nine five fourteen fifty. By the way, um, for many people who are part of municipal governments that are eventually elected leaders of you know they they start small. And they get involved as a volunteer, maybe part-time in a board or a commission. And they, you know, they get a knowledge of how the city works and they build up relationships. And eventually they feel as if they can serve the community as a council member, alderman, trustee, whatever it is. Well, an opening is available in the City of Holland's Board of Appeals. Tell us a little bit about what this board actually does and why people should volunteer for it, Keith. 
Yeah, it's great. Um, I love it when we always go on. Gary just has received the City of Holland e-newsletter, which we're always putting information in there. And um, we always kind of take an opportunity in those to um, use a specific board or commission um, that has an opening. We're always taking applications for people that might be interested in a board or committee or commission. Um, but really the Board of Appeals adheres applications from homeowners about maybe something a little unusual in the zoning code. Um, so it's set up where if you have maybe something that's a little unusual with the use of a property, if a developer is putting in a home or you're making an expansion to your home, um, it just gives an allowance to maybe take a look at getting a variance from um, a housing code. So it's a pretty technical type body, um, meet, meets as needed. Um, and what we try to do, Gary, is with all of our boards, committees, and commissions, um, you can go on to our website, you can get a little information about what that, what that volunteer position would be, when those meetings typically are, we try to you know give an estimate of how often you would meet during the course of a year. Um, and we do, we find it's a great opportunity for someone that maybe wants to learn a little bit more about their local government to get involved and give back. Yeah, there's an application uh, on the website, which is cityofholland.com. Cityofholland.com is the website for that. And uh, part of the things that the Board of Appeals is involved with not only dealing with property, but also dealing with accommodations for persons with disabilities. In other words, they interpret the Americans with Disabilities Act, and that is still a very important uh, piece of legislation as we get into buildings that need renovation and what can be renovated without having to make allowances for ADA because you have to put in things for the ADA. That does up the price tag for renovation projects rather substantially. It's built in if you're building something new, but if you're renovating or retrofitting someplace, uh, if you make a lot of outdoor, you know, if you make outdoor changes, then you have to really take into account. If you're just doing interior stuff, and I'm speaking from our experience here at our station, our building was built in the late 50s, early 60s. We renovated the inside, not the outside. If we had to renovate the outside, we'd have to do some things to accommodate the ADA. And that's a little prohibitive right now on the price tag. Yeah, and we have great organizations, certainly disability um, of the Lakeshore Network. Um, so a lot of opportunities, too, where if you're taking a look at that, of course, we always encourage people to make their property, whether it be private, but especially you know public, where the public is visiting you to make it as accessible as possible. Um, you know, so always just taking a look to move things forward. It's a little early to start talking about spring cleanup, but it's something to keep in mind, even though we might have like late winter feeling conditions with temperatures in the forties over the weekend, but hang on. If you got to clean, you got the itch to clean, hang on, wait until I would say six weeks from now then start getting ready to do the spring cleanup, right? Yeah, you know, but Gary, I'm going to admit I'm one of those guys, right, where 
with some of that heavy snow that we had and the winds, um, I look out at my lawn and I see some sticks down and different things and, and I want to get out there and I at least want to collect them up. But uh, what I'll be doing is I'll collect them up. I won't put them out by the street or even in the street. I might just kind of find a side place where I'll stack those up. And then when we get closer to spring cleanup, then put them out by the road um, when we advertise those dates. And of course, that this is a spring cleanup, which means not big, heavy stumps, but you can put a little bit more stuff out there that you normally can't do in the fall. You can do in the spring because we want this town nice and clean uh, for uh, 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 May 4th through the 12th. <laughs> exactly. And we really focus and we remind people, you know, in the fall, we want leaves only because um, we um, take those out and we actually turn that into uh, compost that we use across the city the rest of the year. So that's where we don't want, you know, the, the sticks and all the other stuff mixed into those. But in the spring, yes, all those little branches that came down, uh, collect them up, keep them kind of set aside. And uh, we'll be coming through when the when the weather warms up. Now, one other thing, too, about the city, and while we are still very much in the middle of winter in terms of the calendar, it's time to start thinking about participating in summer and fall programs with the Holland Recreational uh, uh, Department, and registration begins on the 13th of February. Uh, I don't want to say spots are going to fill up, you know, immediately, like, you know, like like a good concert where five minutes after the tickets go on sale, it's already sold out. They're not going to do that. But if you want to participate in some of the recreational activities in Holland, the earlier you sign up, the better, I would think, Keith. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always helpful to us, too, where if, you know, we're trending where we have a lot of response, maybe we can make some adjustments. So. Um, we appreciate it if um, families, if you're if if you're trying to figure out what to uh, keep your kids active with as we get into spring and summer, um, take a look. Go out on the website. There's always a wonderful mix of options to get kids involved, whether it be sports or arts or crafts or theater. Um, we've got a team that does a fantastic fantastic mix of work of um, really providing some value to our community. Now, since the last time we chatted, the city of Howland has a new clerk. Tell us a little bit about Brenda Catterberg. Yeah, Brenda's going to do a fantastic job. She's certainly a known quantity to us. Um, she has been in the elections coordinator role for several years uh, for those fantastic citizens that have helped us on election day at the polls, they know Brenda very well as being that coordinator and the trainer and getting them ready for elections. Um, so we're very pleased in that promotion. Kathy Grimm certainly has done a fantastic job as their city clerk, but she has earned her retirement. And with 2024 probably being, yeah, one of those biggest election years that we're going to have and a lot of new um things to mix in with early voting centers. We're excited about this opportunity for Brenda, and I have full faith and trust in her that our elections will continue uh, to be administered extremely well. Uh, a nuts and bolts question. I don't know whether or not you can answer that, or maybe it's more of a Brenda question than anything else. Because, Alleg because Holland is in both counties, Allegan and Ottawa, uh, 
the election machines that are being used in the city of Holland, um, when we do get to February 27th, which is the presidential preference primary, the next election, are all the machinery in Holland under one for the entire city? Or is it a county thing where Holland side of Ottawa, the Ottawa County side of Holland has one machine and the Allegan County side has another machine? So my understanding of how this works, Gary, <laughs> so so give uh, me grace. Brenda okay. probably say, hey, Keith, you got that wrong. But the way we set that up is we use machines and setups that might differ depending on what's on the ballot for a particular election. So if you think of it, sometimes like if we have a city election where you have all of our different wards and a different person in that, then you really set up a, a ballot and then specifically a machine that's aligned with what's on that ballot. And then sometimes you might have an election where the ballot is similar across more of those wards and precincts or the divisions as it might be between Ottawa and Allegan County. So then um, our fantastic staff does all those figuring. We work with the respective um, county clerk um, and make sure we do that so it values the um, integrity of the election, of course, first of all. All right, we have a little connectivity problem here uh, with Keith, but uh, we'll 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 say that uh, yeah, this is a this is a nuts and bolts type question, but uh, it just sort of you know comes to mind because of the fact that Allegan County has its own system and Ottawa County has its own system. You know, Holland is the one community in this area that has both jurisdictions on that. Uh, we do have some issues with our connectivity, so we're going to button up our conversation with Keith Van Beek right now. We appreciate him joining us to uh, talk about things going on in the city of Holland. The uh, website is cityofholland.com for all the information, more on, the, on with all the things we're going on and uh, some of the things that we did not discuss. And if you wish to get onto the uh, city's mailing list, uh, there is um, there is a thing, and I'm clicking on the link right now. Uh, there is a sign-up for the city's e-newsletter, and there's a link to it, again, on the city's website at cityofholland.com. That is cityofholland.com. Com. All right, let me make sure I have everything in order here. And we will tell you that we will have CBS News coming up at the top of the hour when we'll be joined by uh, Deborah Rodriguez. WHTC News after that. A little bit of open line at 616-395-1450. And then following that, we will be having Brian Spencer's What's New Around Helen. And we'll have wrap things up in the next hour with Allegan County Sheriff Frank Baker. Talk a little bit about uh, the move over law and a few other things involving law enforcement as well. And you can have a chance to ask questions of Frank as we go along a little after 1030 this morning. Glad you're with us on the WHTC Talk of the Town program. My name is Gary Stevens. And uh, again, we'll have CBS News coming up at the top of the hour. We've got time right now, real quick. Uh, tell you what we got tomorrow on WHTC's Talk of the Town program as soon as the computer 
allows us to do so. Uh, we'll have an update from the Holland Department of Public Safety. And Stacy Timmerman, the Director of Scholarships, will join us for the monthly Community Foundation of the Holland Zealand Area Update. That's tomorrow on Talk of the Town here on 99.7 and 1450 WHDC.